It's just a good time to be a not a Diddy fan. And it turns out all the things that everybody ever said about Diddy are are true. And if they're real about Diddy, who knows? Maybe the Jay-Z stuff, maybe the Dr. Dre stuff, maybe the Will Smith stuff. Oh, let's not even get into the Will Smith stuff. Maybe all of Hollywood is bonkers. And to be a part of this show, you got to get in Diddy's bed. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Just maybe it should be consensual. all that grat and uh you know what's going on what's going on beautiful people it's your boy black zeus here on another episode of black zeus the podcast season four episode 41 we are working our way down to the end of the year we're working our way to the end of the season we're working our way through these problems in the studio i keep trying to test my patience and my hunger my nigga to wait i i don't think i was supposed to swear in the first 30 seconds of the episode YouTube doesn't like that. We're learning. You know? We're learning, my nigga. Oh. I guess this episode won't get fucking reach. Uh, <laughs> if I censor those, I'm going to put up two versions of this episode. One with the uncensored and one with the censor. And we'll see which censor or uncensored censor censor goes all the way to the censor bureau, gets censored. This episode is trash. And it's partly because I am hungry as fuck and you know what that means hangry you son of a bitch that's where all this anger is coming from why would you why... <laughs> i'm gonna start yelling at the beautiful people um yeah you know how are you hopefully you're not hungry right now hopefully you're not running through a bunch of technical shit that you had to figure out last second that's just us right now what's up uh it's gonna be a quick episode because if you haven't if you haven't heard, Zeus is hungry and angry. So we'll see how this goes. I'm going to yell at Dante for the next 30 minutes. Uh, but in order to do that, we need, we need the nigga in the studio. We need him here. Shambhala. Dante's in the studio. Shamba. Yo, you just, you just <laughs> pissed off that neighborhood dog. <laughs> this nigga has all the energy because he's fed. This guy's fed. I did offer you some of my food. Man, I don't want your fucking scrap food. You eat your meal. You bought it. You eat it. Now you deal with Karen Zeus, bro. Now you deal with black Karen. Uh, probably should have grabbed a burger. But you know on the on the good side, good sign... I think I'm ready for a burger, you know, since uh, since my tooth fiasco, since the through the wire, through the wire, let me through the wire. Uh, ever since I fell and lost a tooth, if you've been paying attention on the podcast, 
I haven't really been able to eat my favorite foods, but I'm slowly working my way back through this shit. I had sushi the other day, which I've had sushi here and there, but like it's feeling normal. My teeth mm. feel like they're in my head. How long, how many weeks has it been? Uh, three, four? No, four to five. Like just under five weeks. Yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I'm it. I think all the swelling and shit has gone down. So now my mouth feels normal, you know? Yeah. But then I'm also able to... You remember last episode, I was like, my teeth are clacking and shit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there's less of it. I'm being careful, obviously, but, like, there's less of it. There's a lot of movement happening. Yeah. And at first, that was freaking me out because I'm like, yo, your mouth is supposed to move day to day. <laughs> my bite was different day to day for, like, weeks, bro. It was fucking not fun. Um... But now it's starting to be fun a little bit. I'm like, hey, I'm Brace Zeus. Mm-hmm. This is my brace phase. Uh, you ever have braces? Yeah. How old are you? 26. I think we discussed this. Probably I don't, when I don't know if we did. I, probably when I got the wires. You had braces at 26? No. So you I'm had adult now. braces? No, no, no. I had braces when I was younger. I don't have braces. I have a wire. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, yeah. You had braces when you were a teenager. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's when it makes sense to have braces. I don't know if I believe in braces anymore, though. Why not? Did they not fix your teeth? <sighs> Why would my teeth need fixing in the first place? Well, straightening. I know, but my my theory is like, this is a whole thing. But if we never introduced sugar, we would never really need braces. So to prop Yeah, up sugar and carbs. Do- yeah, so to prop up the orthodontist industry... They prop up the well, skills no, well, industry. People want a straight smile, though. Yeah, but your teeth wouldn't get crooked if you weren't eating the sugar. Is it is it the case, though, that kids... Do you think our ancestors had crooked teeth and all this Yeah, stuff? I know they had straight teeth and back in the day and all that so shit. I understand. Braces. But I'm saying a kid born now mm-hmm. is taking on the genetics of their parents, so it's not necessarily... Like, if 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 it's baked into the genetic code now at this point... Your grandparents had bad teeth. Their parents had bad teeth. Their parents had bad teeth. Chances are your teeth are coming out fucking crooked. Like, I had all this shit. I'm Ethiopian, so we're not known for, like, the the greatest smiles. We got a lot of beautiful women and then janky niggas with dreads. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's I'm, I'm one of the janky niggas. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. For me, it was a confidence booster, I guess. Not booster, builder. That's yep. what I want to say. Okay. Because I was super aware of... I mean, I still am, but like, uh, what's the word? I was super uh, self conscious, self self conscious, and self aware. Now um, you're self aware before you're self conscious. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> fucking Professor Dante up in this bitch who's got food in his belly so he can think straight. All right, uh, flexing his big brain, nigga. All right, this nigga's fed and he's smart. Here's old dumb Zeus with bad teeth. <laughs> and hungry and Ethiopian, so it's not a good look. See, at least the anger can be directed inwards, also. You know, I'm not just gonna yell. You yeah, <laughs> feed off that hunger, feed off that um, anger. But I wanted braces as a as a little kid, but we were broke, so mm. that wasn't happening. And then eventually, I just dealt with it. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, it actually became a feature. Yeah, like it it, it turned all the way around. Where I'm like, you know what? It's I have a unique smile. People tell me they love my smile anyways. Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like, and I'm sure this is also because of society and all that shit tells me, but I'm sure that if my teeth were perfectly straight, 
maybe I'd book a little more uh, commercial gigs or something. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, then you get classified as goofy guy. If you, but if you have straight teeth, teeth you're like handsome guy. Mm. But when you have like messed up teeth or whatever, you're goofy guy on the call sheet. It's like, yo, let me be handsome guy, my nigga. They're like, I mean, know your place. I mean, I know a lot of England has messed up teeth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's where you went? That's where How do they book people if everyone has messed up teeth in England? Because they all got messed up teeth out there. So, And the big roles go to American actors. <laughs> so, Fair enough. So you tell me what's really going on. You tell me, Wagwan. You tell know. me. It's uh, the I'm tooth racket up in this bitch. Um, and every time I go to the dentist or whatever, like they literally, they sell you based off of uh, like self-image like I don't know about your dentist's office but there's a monitor like a screen and there's like constant ads and shit like they'll play TV or whatever like in the you go to the room? doctor's office yeah, in the waiting okay, room okay, yeah, well yeah. no even in the wait yeah every dentist's office now modern dentist's office they have the TVs in the not mine really? yeah I go to I got a nice dentist then I guess every room has a fucking little TV and you can if if you're in there long enough they give you a remote and you can just pick what you, you want. Know what's they crazy? got Netflix and shit Yo, in there. Back in the day, yeah, my dentist's office used to have goggles. This is before VR, but they're like movie goggles. So like, <laughs> bro, you'd have to like. You like so while you're at the dentist. While you're at the dentist, you put on the VR goggles, and then this guy whips out his dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like the goggles like plug into like some sort of DVD player. Yeah, but they plug into something. <laughs> what? I don't know. I, but, I don't know. I'm, bro, trying to like make, these... I'm trying to make this. <laughs> I'm trying to force it. <laughs> they're like old school, like VR goggles that you could watch. I remember watching like Elf and like. Like VR, it was wild. So it puts like a, a big screen in front of your eyes, essentially. Yeah, it's like wearing yeah. like uh, Oculus. Was but Instagram like, was... a thing yet? No. Okay. Like it was way. Like, so someone got the direct connect from some Chinese somewhere. market somewhere. It was probably like twenty grand for those headsets. No. Back then. What year was this? It doesn't. Chinese bootlegs for sure. Ain't no dentistry spending twenty grand on VR goggles. Like. Yeah, but they only had like the two pairs. So maybe <laughs> two, I eat pears shit like that. <laughs> Shout out to all the pear eaters. Yeah, um, yeah. Okay, let's get into it. Let's do the comedy recap. Uh, well, I guess I should ask you before we do that. How you living, Dante? Blessed and highly favored. Look into the camera when you say it. I'm blessed and highly favored. It makes you know? editing easier for me. <laughs> as opposed, I'm, I'm doing my thing, staying active, having new experiences. Actually. <laughs> Um, I did my first real estate shoot, which was pretty dope. That's funny because I caught you looking at the camera, so then I looked at the camera, then you looked at me. <laughs> that, was, that was crazy. We didn't need to put that on the show, but we did. I did. Uh, yeah. Um, I just derailed your whole statement, too. That was, <laughs> this is bad. Um, but yeah, trying new things, you know, meeting new people. So How'd that go? It was pretty sick. My back is fucked, though. Like, I was up on my feet the whole day. You try new things and meet new people. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> Yo! Hey, yo! Yo! <laughs> We're both new experiences, man. It is what it is. They ruined my life, so. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry, but you do got to be careful in the studio now with, with your phrases. Yeah. Uh, you know what? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was... I was uh, uh, <laughs> you're nervous yeah i know because i, I need to know how to phrase this because i was you were messaging me earlier yeah and then i was gonna say like you know i'm gonna be here soon yeah and then i, I typed it out i'm like 
hella pause and I deleted what I was. I'm going to be here soon. Oh, I'm coming soon. <laughs> is what you're going to type. Got it. Yeah. I'm like, hella pause. Once again, shout out to Cameron and Mace for ruining everybody's goddamn life and bringing us back to high school with the pause shit. <laughs> Niggas can't eat hot dogs and shit. It's. <laughs> You know, bro, I was listening to this song, and this one guy said, all my niggas got glizzies. And I was like, and hey, hot yo. Dogs? And you were thinking hot dogs. I know he's talking about guns, but. I know he, he's talking about guns, but. he's but... like glizzies, like. That's guns? Yeah, but all his mans have glizzies, though? Yeah, but what if he was actually talking about hot dogs? That's the point. Now, back then, glizzy means Glock. I'm just saying. We'll get into it for a little bit in Dante's Inferno. I got something for Dante's Inferno this okay, week. Right. It's the destruction of Diddy. I've been just you've been seeing Diddy just implode. Oh, but this nigga's escape. Anyways, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get uh, but we'll start with comedy recap this week. I did a couple shows. Uh, actually, yeah, if you're in the Hamilton area, Hamilton, Ontario, uh, a night with Black Zeus, comedy villain, a night with Black Zeus at the Staircase Theater, uh, Friday, December eighth. Doors seven thirty. Show starts at eight. Tickets are twenty dollars. They're on Eventbrite. Um, I'll post the link at the bottom in the description. If you're following me on Instagram, the link is in my bio. Uh, I have it open as one of the tabs. You want to pull that tab up, and then we could even promote that directly. If you go to Eventbrite and search Comedy Villain, an evening with Black Zeus, you will see that event, and you can get your tickets right now. Friday, December 8th. We've already moved 20 tickets. There's only 60, so that's a that's the tickets haven't even been up for a week. That's a good sign. Uh, shout out to the people that got their tickets. Love and respect. You are the beautiful people of my live shows. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so where was I? Last Sunday. Damn, I do this every week, bro. I remember, and then as soon as we start recording, I'm like, where Where did I perform? Was I at Comedy Bar? Nope. Was I at the corner? Mm, I want to say yes, because I'm always at the corner. Anyways, I did a bunch of comedy shows. I tried a bunch of new shit out. Uh, I am working on that new hour, and it's actually coming together really nicely. Um, I do want to say where the fuck the shows were. Where was I just yesterday? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember where I was a week ago. I'm like, wait, I did a show yesterday. That was at... Oh! A new weed lounge from Puff Mama. Uh, And if you're a Toronto local, you might remember. I mean, you could see it on the set. Vapor Central was one of the vapor lounges in Toronto in its heyday. Uh, We've talked about it on the podcast extensively. There was a period of time where Toronto had five vapor lounges. And if you're not from Canada where weed is legal, this wasn't even in the time of legal weed anyways. But we had essentially what were bars. You know, you go to a bar to drink. Mm -hmm. These were that for weed. Mm -hmm. And there were about five lounges scattered throughout the Toronto area. That's where I started comedy in a lot of these rooms. They had comedy there. So, like, very unique opportunity that I got that most of the world didn't get was to come up in uh, weed lounges and bars and, like, theater spaces and comedy clubs and all that shit. Barns. Yeah. Barns. (laughs) We saw that footage. That was fucking disgusting. Um... (laughs) We'll release that footage at some point. I did perform in a barn, and it was just as awful as you'd imagine. A weed barn? A weed barn. Yeah, it was a weed event in a barn. Again, we don't have to keep... Ugh. The footage will surface at some point. Um, But yeah, it was so amazing, because Puff Mama, she ran the underground, which was 
arguably, maybe inarguably, everybody had their favorites, but it was pretty much unanimous. Underground was the premier like weed comedy comedy club, mm-hmm. you know? Because everybody else was a weed lounge, but this was weed comedy club. Mm. Yeah, she ran events, but like 98% of the events she ran out of there were comedy or comedy adjacent, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and it was the perfect, perfect club. Low ceilings, fucking dark, like pitch black walls. But then there was like a big pot leaf painted on the wall behind the stage, a little raised stage. All the seats were nice and like tucked in together. So it was like always um, a cozy vibe. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? This is where before Joe Rogan really blew the fuck up, like when they came through Toronto as the death squad, yeah. him and uh, Burt Kreishner and all those guys, Ari Shafir, they would all go to the underground. There's pictures of them. It was like, it was legendary. They've oh, talked wow. about it on the Joe Rogan podcast recently. Um, a couple comics have talked about it recently. Uh, and when I say recently, like in the last couple of years. But yeah, it, and then obviously weed became legal. And once it became legal, the government got involved in everything. So all this shit shut down. Mm. And then they reopened it as this, this is, these are legal stores now. Whereas before you could just get weed from your friend. Um, now you can do that, but they'll go to jail even harder or something. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> so all the lounges shut down. Heartbreaking moment. Because it was really a, a, a unique part of the comedy scene. Not just here, but in the world. Like. Damn near the only place until like Colorado legalized weed. And now you like where weed is legal, you pretty much have these shows here and there. Um, but it was a pioneer mm-hmm. and it was really where I got to figure my shit out, you know, and and performing for potheads, bro, 10 times harder than performing for a drunk because a drunk person will laugh loud. Uh, but if you're really high and especially if you're a stoner that has like anxiety or some shit, you're not making a noise. Like you're not <laughs> making any chirp. Um, so when you got a real laugh in a vape lounge, like it, you knew that joke would work and mm-hmm. destroy at a regular comedy club or something, you know? Um, so Puff Mama ended up finding a new location, secret location. So I can't announce, but if you ever end up buying a ticket to one of the shows, she obviously reveals the location through that. And, uh, she found a new location, bro. It was, it was like my weed comedy dreams revitalized, bro. Wow. The dreams that had died. Of the memories that I hold dear and shit, it was like you showed up and it was the perfect vibes. It was like a theater type space. Um, but it was literally the crowd from underground. Mm. Like I even got a message. I don't I don't know like I don't know many people regularly, or I don't talk to many people regularly that I've met through audiences. Um f- f- for for general reasons, you know what I mean? I meet a fucking million audience members that approach me after yeah. every show. I'm not going to take all the information. But, like, some people are like family, bro. Yeah. And uh, some of these people from the Vapor Lounges, bro, I got a text message immediately. He's like, bro, I better be seeing you tonight. He's like, you already know. I was on the first lineup. Like, wow. And the whole lineup was all vets from the underground. And I think she actually said she's only going to invite comics that have been vetted from that club. Because mm. she has a few other weed-related shows that she does. But, like... It was the OG comics, but we're all 10 years funnier. And then the OG crowd. Wow. It was fucking amazing, bro. It was really, it was really something. And everybody's just getting high <laughs> and laughing. And like, we've all gone through COVID at this point. Now we've gone through all the, the, the fucking Ukraine shit, the COVID shit. 
Um, obviously, now what's going on? So it was just nice to get the old weed family back together and really like. It felt like it was two thousand and ten, mm. or maybe not. That's too far back, but like two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'd say like it was 2017. Okay. I don't even think I was doing comedy in 2010. Uh, I've been doing it for 13 years. It's 2023. That's 2010, right? Well, I don't know how math works. I, no, you're right. Yeah, 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 yeah. you're right. Okay. You're right. I started in 2010. <laughs> Woo! Uh, that math was mathing, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so look out, look out for that. Uh, check out The Underground Comedy on Instagram. And uh, she promotes all her shows through there. Uh, once again, I'm in Hamilton, uh, December 8th. I will be at Joker's in, where was it? North something? Thornhill? I, Thornhill, North something. I'll be at <laughs> Joker's hosting at Joker's Comedy Club uh, December 2nd and December 30th. I will be hosting at Showtime Comedy in St. Catharines. My first show in, in uh, Showtime, damn near in like six to eight months bro i haven't been to showtime all year i think you're coming on the saturday show with me so we'll be there uh the 26th and the 27th and um yeah we're ending the year strong and plotting out the comedy special release and all this content release that we've been uh building up and editing and fucking getting ready for you guys to view and enjoy um but yeah that's that's pretty much it for the comedy recap i'll leave it at that let's get into a weekly segment we do here on the podcast called poll results every monday on my instagram social media feed i'm aka black zeus i post an interactive poll question i leave it up for 24 hours and then on wednesdays dante and myself while we record the podcast we discuss the results uh this week's poll question was are you more or less creative as an adult and the options were more same or less uh before we get to the results dante how do you uh, agree with this one or what do you vote this one's hard for me really yeah really this one's not for me i would say <laughs> i'm somewhere between more creative yeah or the same that's that's where i'm at because i think how how could you say that you how are you either the same or more like you can't figure that one out are you more creative are you pumping out more shit creatively are you spending more time being creative that's what it is now so i'm spending more time be being creative focused on something yeah whereas before it was just just playing video games or creating stories drawing creating stories videos like everything no as a kid ideas. were you making videos as a kid yeah really yeah yeah, yeah. all right what were you doing uh magic tricks um you on youtube like they're all youtube of you no. i hope so <laughs> yeah there is oh we're finding this shit no. yeah nigga oh you left that shit up too for sure it's up there yeah oh we're gonna find this and fucking play some of your magic tricks on the podcast next week hell yeah i yes. got homework this time <laughs> you gotta find it uh oh you're not gonna tell me i'll tell you as long as it doesn't <laughs> You know we're gonna have to play yeah, one video. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, this nigga said. <laughs> yeah. This nigga said, yeah, while breathing out. That's not a good sign. Like, um, yeah, like even but even before YouTube, yeah. like I was doing videos, like just with a camcorder, and it's really easy to do magic trick when you, you can like 
<laughs> it's that thing where you levitate, but the one foot is on the ground and the other foot's off the ground. But if you're looking at it from the right angle, it looks like both feet are off the ground. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. Like, just <laughs> For my next trick. <laughs> what was your name? What was your magician name? I didn't have a magician. It was just like... Tricks. Hey, it's me, Dante. I don't know why. <laughs> hey, y'all, it's me, Dante, hey, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Howdy, y'all. This is my new trick. <laughs> Welcome to my YouTube channel. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Oh, God. Um... All right, so what do you agree with then more? More. You agree with Just more? Just because there was also a time as I got older where, like, when I was working in the corporate world. Right? Okay, now let me ask you this then, because someone DM'd me this response. Okay. Same, but differently. That's where I'm at. Is that where you feel like you're at? Yeah, because it's still the same creativity. That's what I felt like you were just like... With. It's tilted in a different direction. I definitely have to say more, just because... Injecting comedy into my life, mm-hmm. like there's no way I'm the same level of creative. Like it has taken my, it has like added nitrous to my creativity. Yeah. Because before I would like as a kid, they would try and get me on fucking pills, being like, "Your son is more interested in writing creative stories during mm-hmm. grade three math class." My nigga, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I grew up in the age where ADD was really popping, and they were like all the doctors were incentivized, but none of the parents knew yet. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody was just getting prescribed shout outs to my parents for fighting for me because yeah. uh, sure I might have ADD. They tried but... to do that to me and my brother too. Yo, bro, I didn't realize that my best friend at the time, his mom ended up putting him on the pills, mm. and I didn't realize, bro, like he turned into a zombie, bro. Like oh, something. Yeah. There was like a whole period there where I'm like, my friend is not my friend. Speaking of that, one of the first drawings me and my, one of my oldest friends, my best friend that we yeah. did was a depiction of that. Zombies? But a, one of our friends, like he, because they're like- On oh, the pills. On the pills. Crazy. Do you still have that art somewhere? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's, it says knockout pills. That's and crazy. eyes are all swirly. See, so as kids, we knew, but we didn't even really realize what the fuck. Yeah. Like, I just realized that my friend, something was wrong with him. Then my mom found out that his mom put him on the pills and she, because yeah. we were all close. This mm-hmm. was my best friend. Our families were really close. Yeah. It was the 90s. So families actually talked to each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like right. the neighborhood actually knew each other. Mm-hmm. So that parents could actually interject on other parenting, you know what I mean? Because like you, you had love for the child just as much as you had for your own. Mm-hmm. It's a weird concept for the new age, but I know. But like people talking to each other, what? what? Um, <laughs> communities, huh? Um, eye contact. A, it takes a village, huh? It takes a village. <laughs> so my mom yelled at my friend's mom, took a took him off the pills. Wow. Bam, normal again. Wow. My homie was back. It was crazy. I'll never forget this. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say like it went from, okay, I'm into writing creative stories and shit, mm-hmm. but like now I, I'm living those creative stories out on a mm-hmm. nightly basis. Yeah. Like even if I was just, the same would be for me to just be writing creative stories still. Okay. But the fact that to me, I'm like doing so much more. I wasn't yeah. filming as a kid. Yeah. I am filming now. Yeah. Like even this podcast, uh, just everything, bro. Like yeah. even the social media account, mm-hmm. like more than most, I would say, because we're in the creative space. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely, I, I, I voted on more, uh, but let's see how the people voted. The beautiful people of this podcast voted 59% said more, 18% said same and 23% said less. Uh, interesting that, um, less beat out same. I didn't think that that was going to happen, but not surprising that 59% said more as you become an adult. I think you actually hone in on the things that you're passionate about creatively. Yeah. And, and like to keep yourself from committing suicide, 
<laughs> you you fucking put some you effort into it. Yep. Because as an adult, you're stuck paying bills mm-hmm. and all your time is fleeting. Yep. So it's like if you don't find a creative outlet, you're fucked. You're like fucked. you're you're fucked, I think. Yeah. I met um, some of those people. Like got my old job. Just computer. Just world. business. Make money. Computer. And then they go home and watch sports or some shit. I don't know, man. If I I don't know what life is with a creative outlet that you enjoy are outputting not even just enjoying but that you are directly outputting because mm. to some people creative outlet is me watching a movie so i've heard the argument okay i've heard the argument watching something creative yeah watching something that's artistic mm-hmm. is not the same to me as being creative or mm-hmm. being artistic yourself you might be a little autistic but <laughs> <laughs> i hope so uh, i don't even know why i said that there that was, that was a crazy placement <laughs> um but yeah if you want to get in on the poll results we do that once a week on my instagram it scrolls at the bottom of the screen if you're watching the youtube every couple minutes but it is aka black zeus on instagram and uh yo shout outs to you the beautiful people because once again the youtube channel is building we are growing we just uh passed the halfway mark to monetization once we get to 500 subscribers once we get to 500 on the youtube everything is moving over to the youtube um just doing it on the instagram now because that's where more of the the engagement is uh but you already been hearing, you know, we're phasing out of all that shit and trying to fucking corral everything to one place, keep our creativity in one place and stop having all these uh, businesses that claim to be for creativity that are actually raping creativity, mm-hmm. um, dictate our creativity. Uh, we're going to dictate that and we're going to fucking do what we want. How about that? And what we want is good shit. And what do we always say over here? We got talent and patience, my niggas. So you hit the subscribe button, leave a comment, hit the like button. But like, if you don't want to do it, we're not going to beg you. But like, do it if you like it. You know, like be a be a be a good person. That sounded a little beggy. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, if you don't you leave say? a comment, you're not black. <laughs> Joe Biden, <laughs> fucking that guy's not getting reelected. That's for damn sure. Um, before we leave here this week, I do want to bring up. I'm going to bring something to the Dante's Inferno this week. Okay. Um, I I know you have like we talked about it slightly before, but it is the downfall of Diddy taking place in front of our very eyes. Um, unfortunately, Cassie. Uh, you know, we're get we're getting into a little Hollywood gossip. I normally don't get into the Hollywood news, but I have been waiting. <laughs> For Diddy, Puff Daddy, Diddy Daddy Combs, Doody Diddy Doody, uh, fucking evil guy, all right? Like, since I was a kid, my entire generation has been knowing that Diddy is, it's cool, he's closeted gay, be gay, that's not the problem, but like, he's like, evil is the problem. <laughs> the, the, I, don't, I don't think, well, actually, growing up, if he had come out as being gay, it would have been an issue. Yeah. Like especially nineties, two thousands, nobody in hip hop. No, in hip hop, nobody was tolerating that. Yeah. All right, but beyond that, the rumors of this guy like controlling. I mean, obviously, we know about Mace. We know about all the bad boy as a as a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. And if you want to be with that bad boy, if you want to be down with bad boy, then fuck you too, Chino XL. Fuck you too. Uh, the hit him up, Tupac. 
Huh? Tupac spilled the beans on on all that shit okay. back in the day. He pretty much said all those guys are sus, and <laughs> uh, and he was right. But again, not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just just be open with it. Which again, we just covered why he couldn't be. <laughs> I just don't think you could be. It's one thing to be uh, gay, but it's another thing to be raping people. It's another thing to be. Uh... So Cassie, another musician, sued him for rape and abuse and all this stuff and within a week they settled i don't know if you saw that news yeah they settled out of court that nigga bruh so already what happened with keefy d who was involved with the murder of tupac um he testified that diddy put out a hit on tupac so that and that was before this rape allegation from cassie um so like already as soon as that happened diddy started going and paying out people's contracts and giving them money that they were owed pr pr stunt yeah um and then this <laughs> just happened. no did you write <laughs> yo just no did you write in the end 20 years later after you've been suffering eh, 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 take that take that uh yeah no this this rap bastard bro like fuck this guy Fuck bad boys, the staff record label, and the motherfucking crew. Any motherfucker who asks you to call him love, buddy love, and yeah, my name is love now. Um, there's a reason why J-Lo left, for sure. And it wasn't the guns. It was probably that she saw him getting his cheeks clapped. But <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. It's just a good time to be a not a Diddy fan. And it turns out all the things that everybody ever said about Diddy are are true. And if they're real about Diddy, who knows? Maybe the Jay-Z stuff. Maybe the Dr. Dre stuff. Maybe the Will Smith stuff. Oh, let's not even get into the Will Smith stuff. Maybe all of Hollywood is fucking bonkers. And to be a part of the shit show, you got to get in Diddy's bed. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> just maybe it should be consensual uh <laughs> but you know what i feel like diddy is proving um why money can get you out of anything for now we'll i mean see. we'll see well we gotta see this diddy the- tracker <laughs> it's the Diddy Jail Tracker. <laughs> right. We gotta up, keep tabs. Up Diddy date or something. <laughs> Have you heard any of these rumors growing up and shit that Diddy was like a really fucking Nah. I was not I'm not in So there's a bunch of clips, okay? Uh there's so so here's one thing. Uh, growing up, Diddy is the one that put Usher on, okay? Okay. Usher was living with Diddy. When he was like 10. I did see this clip surfacing So you saw around. this clip? Yo, like, that clip didn't even get into that history, bro. Mm. But, like, growing up, those rumors were all fucking known. Okay. Usher was Usher was doing the fucking, let it burn, in Diddy's <laughs> fucking bedroom, bro. Um, But, yeah, Diddy literally said a lot of suspect shit. As Kevin Hart was interviewing Diddy with his arm uh, around Usher, yeah. he was like, oh, yo, pause. And then he tried to be like, oh, this new generation and the pause stuff, you can't say, oh, that's just my mans and shit. That's just my man. Like, no, you said some really suspect shit. But the other thing, bro, this is damning evidence, bro, okay? 
Forget about there's so many clips where Diddy outs himself, okay? Mm-hmm. Kim Porter, his ex-wife who died weeks before her book was to be released. We're going down conspiracy rabbit hole right now. It's rumored that in that book she outed Diddy and then 2 weeks later she was dead. Every and just I'm just saying conspiracy shit. None of this, this is all allegations, okay? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> um but this I saw this I saw this. So Kevin Hart going back to him. I don't know if this was from the same series like cuz it was like for either BET or some shit, but he was doing interviews. Diddy's in a hotel room. Kevin Hart walks into the hotel room. Diddy's sitting on the bed. They pan the camera down, and what looks to be a dildo is sitting on the bed. All right? And then it's it's looking at him, looking, and then they pan back up. When you see it's a black dildo on the bed. Pan back up. Diddy's, like, trying to get Kevin Hart to come sit on the bed with him. Kevin Hart's like, nah. Okay? <laughs> and you want corroboration? When Cameron was on Breakfast Club, what was he talking about? He was talking about he was at a party, something, something, something. This was when he wasn't beefing with Mace. And that whole thing where Mace was there and there was, like, I forget exactly the story, but it was at a Diddy party and in a bedroom, in a bathroom or something was a dildo. Cameron brought this up and, you know, Mace and Diddy, the allegations. Again, a lot of dildo. But sure, you could use a dildo on a female, right? As a guy, you could use a dildo on a female, right? But I don't know, man. I saw a picture of French Montana and Diddy. That is hella suspect. Um, you don't lay up next to a man like that unless you're putting stuff in him. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with that. Coke boys. Um, I mean, just look at MGK, Machine Gun Kelly, who's his modern-day artist. That nigga's fucking drinking Megan Fox's blood. Um, probably getting popped in the butt by Diddy. Again, uh, just conspiracy stuff. Just stuff I've read on the internet. <laughs> These are not my allegations of this man. But I suspect also possibly that this guy is fucking... He's not a good guy. Um, <laughs> there's another thing, bro. Farnsworth Bentley, bro. Do you remember Farnsworth from the 2000s? Remember that nigga with the umbrella and all the fucking bad boy videos? No. He dressed like a nerd, like a black nerd, and he had a bow tie, and he fucking he was Diddy's assistant in the Chappelle Show sketch, where it was making the band, and he played Diddy, and he was on the nigga's shoulders, and he I made him like carry it. him on his shoulders. But Farnsworth Bentley was in there. There was allegations and rumors about them two back in the day. Mm. That was his personal boy toy. Not that there's anything wrong. With that. <laughs> I'm just saying Diddy's time is coming. And hopefully Diddy's no longer coming. Fuck that nigga. Fuck that nigga. You make weird music. You've done weird things to people. And your whole legacy is fucking sus. Your whole legacy is weird. Uh, your whole legacy is standing behind other talented niggas and saying, and take that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, what's done in the dark comes to the light eventually. So, eh, 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 take that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think we're going to wrap up this episode, though, there. Uh, do you have anything you want to say before we leave? Uh, no. I didn't. I don't. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't know none of that shit. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, uh, we'll talk about it more on another episode of yeah, the podcast. We'll, maybe. we'll come back with a, an update. Did he watch? <laughs> Did he watch 2024? Um, yeah, no, fuck that nigga. Uh, <laughs> Jay-Z, hopefully Jay-Z's next. But, uh, you know, we'll see. See what happens. That's crazy. Did he do it or did he not do it? <laughs> did he do it? That's the name of the episode. Did he do it? <laughs> Take that. Uh, but yeah, where can the people find you online, Dante? Uh, you can find me online at Person1Prod. P-E-R-S-O-N. <laughs> the number one. Why did you go? You went so sass with it. Uh, all right. That's Dante. Uh, sassy Dante. <laughs> uh, I am AKA Black Zeus on all social media. You can find me there. Um, but thank you for being here. If you are a returning guest of the podcast, you are the beautiful people of this podcast. You keep this shit going. We do this for you, kind of. We do it for ourselves. But, you know, you're in the thoughts somewhere there. We love you, is what I'm trying to say in a very bad way. Uh, if you want to be the beautiful people of this podcast, all you have to do is come back next week. That's pretty much it. Uh, but until then, this has been Black Suits the Podcast, Season 4, Episode 41. We will see you here next week. Peace, peace. Peace.